I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Sorry for not being here last week. Little under the weather. Went to Disney World with like a million other people, so sick. <laughs> but feeling better. Um, yeah, I got a little nose stuff left, which, you know, can linger a bit. But yeah, feel, feeling good. Um, we had some fights last week. I, I have to pull up the card to remember. I recall them being disgustingly terrible outside of the main event. Uh, but we'll go through those, and then we do have a good card this week. Sean, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, last week was obviously a shit show uh, with Tout Master and doing all the signups, but uh, mm. we got through it. Everything worked out, so yeah, all should be smooth sailings. All four of us are top five in Tout Master. That is for sure. Never finished the week. Quit now. Let's <laughs> quit now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I always stop entering my picks usually about halfway through the year. I might stop now. I, I can't Mark. see a reason to keep going. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Brad made the first one. Like Sean said, man, we saw one person in this picks already. Yeah. The first event, I was like, was it Brad? <laughs> I got yeah. this one. The top master was good. I, I think we all had pretty good, pretty good cards. We were all on Qatar. Um, pretty, pretty heavy or Cater. I always change how I pronounce his name. I, I go Qatar sometimes in Cater. It's Calvin Cater. Cater, yeah. yeah. I think I used to call him Qatar before I knew him, and then I changed it to Cater, and then I just blacked out for a second. Uh, but we were all pretty heavy on him. Um, oh, I, I think I was up like a little under three units. It was, it was a good day for me. How about you, Sean? Good day? Yep. Yeah, we had like the same card. Yeah, that's why I was like, we were fucked. Because when usually when we have that similar bets, it's not usually yeah. a good night, but somehow uh, yep. we pulled through on this one. Well, when you told me, you were like, you're going to lose. I was like, what a dick. Like, cause I, wasn't on the, <laughs> I wasn't on the show. I didn't know who you picked, and I was like, why is Sean being so mean? He's <laughs> had damn near the same fucking bets as yeah. you. Yeah. Wes, how'd you do? I uh, I had a, had a great, great night on on a shitty card. I, I even said on last week's show, like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shrink the the bet volume and shit. And Sean's laughing at me and shit. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I ended up having quite a few bets, but a uh, little, little over seven units. And uh, nice. our, our boy, our boy Cater was just. I mean, it, it's it's not often that you get like a line like that to where anybody that's halfway, you know, is thinking about this shit is like that's that's just wrong. And yeah. you go in on it and you, you have a good night usually. So yeah, good good night. Yep, it was good. Yeah, the the, the fight was interesting. Like I think the, the, we bet we bet him for a lot of reasons. I think it was more just like for me, it was overall the competition, the style, and things like that. But I wasn't sure exactly going into the. Usually, when I pick a big underdog, I see like a clear path to victory. Like I can kind of visualize and go, "Hey, he's going to win like this. He's going to do this. That's how he's going to pull the upset." For this one, I was like, "I'm not exactly sure. I just know he's going to win. I don't know how he's going to win. He could box him up. He could use the grappling. He could clinch him against the cage a lot and make it dirty. I didn't know how he was going to win. I was just pretty sure he was going to win. And like even with the big guys out." That's the only reason I was up on the night. That was my my biggest bet on the big dog. The rest of the stuff was meh. But yeah, it was impressive. Brad, how'd you do? Same. Cater. Algeo. Yeah. Algeo. Jamie Pickett. 
you know, that was Ender Series guys as favorites. Bunch of dogs that were just like, why are these dudes underdogs in these yeah. spots? Yeah. I Pickett was my last cut. I was like, all week, I think I even talked before, I said I was going to take, when we were talking like earlier in the week, I mentioned like, like Pickett's a possibility. I just couldn't, I couldn't press the button on Pickett. I was like, I, I've lost on this guy. He's really, really bad. I don't care if he's a dog. Like, I couldn't quite press the button on Pickett, but I mean, he's still not, not remotely oh, no. even mediocre. Uh, but yeah, he did win. Some dogs went through. Just better than a, a shitty guy. That's, all that's right. all he has Why to be. You owe the you owe the audience a nice little Louisiana <laughs> drag. Oh, the the, the raging Cajun Rosario <laughs> Bontoron. He's the Bayou Bandito because he's trying. Man, to I don't know if he deserves that that that, that uh, pronunciation after uh, what he put us through. Yeah, that was a fucked up one. I don't know what you guys had in this fight. I had Raw Dog inside the distance. Yep. Not happy with that. Mis- I mean, this motherfucker is tapping like a madman. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I had, yeah. I had, uh, I had, it was, I had, it was one, but had, I, in I my a, mind, he was like five minutes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he did it. If only. He did a fucking He, he was uh, doing the, the Jamal. The, the Bird yeah. <laughs> That That was the worst I, uh, he ever taken. They had, they, they had, uh, our boy Raw Dog at plus 425 after the second round. That, yeah. that fight was absolutely 1 1 going into I, the third. I, I, when it went to the decision, and I had no money on it at this point, <laughs> um, other than like a Toutmaster pick. I, I was not confident in that decision. I watching it live and not when you have an inside the distance bet too. I think you pay attention a little bit differently <laughs> to the yeah. scoring because you can't remember one thing. I actually thought it was going to be it was two zero going to the to the third. I thought the judges would give the first two Bon Horan, uh the gumbo, but I guess I mean Raw Dog. I think did. Maybe I don't know. That first round was super fucking close. It was very, very, very. I thought very close. I thought he won it. I guess the judges did too. But uh, yeah. I, I thought he I thought he did enough. He had landed better stuff in the first. It, it was close. They, they were close. both a couple of close rounds. Uh, still, that was a crazy line for rounds that close to be to be a, a four to one dog going yeah. into the third round. Yeah. Yeah. And then we know the finishing that Roy Val still has. That he still has a chance yeah. to get him out of there. In I, the I third. think. I think it was also not just like how it was scored per se, even if you thought it was one, one going to the third, why it might've been elevated is the second was pretty, pretty dominating uh, by Bontoron. Like we thought, I think a lot of people thought he was going to come in and get a takedown, land him in the third round too. So yeah, the takedown was worrisome, but Roy Val still looked like he was pretty fresh. Like he didn't, he didn't look like he was out of the field, no. like he was gassed or anything like that. So uh, I agree. But it, it was I, close. It was close. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's go. We'll jump right back into this thing. Look at last week's card. Let's see. All right. So starting out, lightweight division, TJ Brown defeated Charles Rosa. Decision. We started off with a bunch of fucking decisions. We were all pumped for no fights four weeks, and we started off with just a bunch of really, really. I tried to warn fights. you guys, man. Rosa just loves to get laid on. Man, I, he just. I, I'm at the point where I'm like so invested financially in Charles Rosa's life that I don't know how to back out of it. I had like plus seven hundred on him to snatch a sub on this dude exactly. when he was when he was gonna be on his back for fucking thirteen minutes. So yeah. I had the fight where I needed it to be to begin with. Jiu-Jitsu t- is just not good enough. His bottom game is not good That's enough. The problem. He, yeah. His his. If he gets uh, somehow gets top control, it's a different story. But when he's on the not, bottom, he's fight. he got swept he, twice. 
He was he on top he, control a bunch he of times. Got, he yeah, he was on. Yeah, he was on. Top I know, but usually, time. I mean, if he can keep cop, top control, he can do some things against, with it. But against any dude that knows halfway what they're doing on the mat defensively, he's not getting anybody anymore. His, his subs just aren't. They're not vicious enough. You know what I'm saying? They're not. Yeah. Go Bronx like he's just not gonna snatch a dude up. Uh, I don't anymore. care who he's fighting next, and I don't care what the line is. Absolutely not. Just it no, can't. I'm. I'm. I gotta. I gotta be done. Like it's that. Like. It'd have to be like some Brad shit, like some 15 to one sub or some shit like yeah. that for me to touch that guy again. Yeah. So, you know, and, and TJ Brown. Eh. No, Whatever. he's eh. not good. He's no. not good. But that's what, that's what they keep getting us. Charles Rosa always fights the TJ Browns of the world. And we're like, well, there's going to be some grappling. Like they're going to be all over the mat. Like he's not very good. This guy sucks. It doesn't matter how bad you suck. Like Rose is probably going to lose. And, and I think, I think it's also, we like the guy. Like, I think he's a very likable character. Like, when you hear him talk and his story and the Boston stuff. And, like, I, I like Boston guys. I like that attitude. I know everyone hates people from Boston. I love that shit. I just love Boston shit. <laughs> just just the, the mass holes. They're kind of racist, though. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ignore yeah, the racism. I love that shit. You gotta, a lot you gotta, of them that's kind of racist. You got to ignore the racism. I'm a big <laughs> – I like the mass holes. I was born right outside of Boston, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I was born like 45 minutes from Boston, so maybe that's it. But I didn't live there. I just like the style. I like I like mass holes better than New Yorkers. I think we've sure. had this exact conversation on the show multiple times before. I think we've had it about <laughs> the food. I think we talked about it with the food. I Boston food, second to none. Love it. Can't beat it. Anyway, let's move on. Potatoes Featherweight division. Uh, Brian Kelleher defeated Kevin Kroom. Decision. Um, I started off this card not happy. I, we lose the Rosa fight, which is my smallest bet. And then we move this one. I had I had uh, boom, boom inside the distance. D- does this guy not know you can put both hooks into a guy? How many times did he get his back, was around him, left one hook in, and then five seconds later he's back into half guard? Like what was he doing? Was that a game plan? Like, hey, I probably shouldn't finish this fight. I, he could have finished that fight literally at any time in that third round. Absolutely aggravating on that one. Featherweight Kelleher does not finish fights. He didn't try to wait. I I know, and he didn't try and finish the last one. Featherweight either. Yep. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, what was the deal with the second hook? Is that a strategy? Uh, It's position over submission. Yeah, but he was going for the submission. It happened like five times. He took his back. I know, but he did. If he, he had one I don't know. In, I guess I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Lance. I, I, it's still better strategy than Charles Rosa being stuck in an arm triangle yeah. for like the entirety <laughs> of his fight. This is also true, but I think Kelleher's a little bit better. Um, he'll be back down to bantamweight. He moved up to featherweight in this one because of the late notice. Yeah, and Kroom's a he's a pretty big boy for featherweight. Turn your lights back on, Lance. Jesus, pay the electric bill. Now she's turning it on and off, Brad. What did I see you, that. What did you do? <laughs> Wes's screen's been purple for the last six months. We have to like sort of go fun. He was fiddling with it last week, and it would kick in and out, so it was even creepier. Yeah. I forgot to mess with it this week. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Now I look like I'm in a hazy fucking hydroponics room. Hell it's yeah. not. It's not looking good. You're uh, you're having you're having some issues there. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, the way division, Court McGee. Defeated Ramiz Brahamash. 
I saw a lot of people betting on this guy laying some. <laughs> I, some did. juice. I didn't. You did? Yeah, I bet again. I just faded court is all it yeah, was. I, 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 didn't know, I didn't know court was going to go off the heroin and jump on the magnet. Dude, yeah. Like, I, I, if I, I, I have known that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Clearly juice. Like, I know we joke around Absolutely. about it. Clearly yeah. steroids. I, I tweeted the one thing. I think of it. Court McGee from heroin to steroids. Like, this is the Court McGee story. Remember the 30 yeah. for 30s? <laughs> he was clearly juiced. You, what's my number one rule of juicing? That man had veins. The armpit, the armpit, armpit veins. veins. He's never had muscles right. like he had in that fight, ever, in his entire you, career. You know, they say that you never truly beat addiction. You just switch addictions. So, Ooh. obviously. As long as it's a needle? As long as it's in. A, yeah, something, something in a needle? It's not about what it is. It's the feeling. Like, everyone that dips, they say you have an oral fixation. So you have to chew on a pen or a cap or something or take a dip. Same thing with needles. I don't need the heroin. I just got to shoot myself up with something as long as it's not a vaccine. There it is. (laughs) We don't don't know what's in the vaccine. Listen, I don't know what the fuck's in this needle. Steroids, who gives a fuck? Heroin, nah. Vaccine, get that shit away from me. Man, what do you think? What do you, I bet the percentage of like drug addicts who are unvaccinated, I bet it's like there's a correlation of like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't using that, like with a metal spoon. <laughs> Getting that, uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, man, you got any spare used needles? <laughs> like, hopefully, there's no fentanyl in this that drops me dead, but you know, fuck that vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, God, that shit is, is too much. We are, we are living in a dumb time, bro. Uh, yeah, we we we, we just don't we don't live in we don't live in a real place anymore. Uh, anyway, yeah, Corbyn back. <laughs> yeah, so back. So back. I, I challenge you. If Corbyn back, then what does that mean? Carlos Condit's up. Carlos Carlos is back. That's Ooh. confirmed. That's definitely the fight confirmed. was fixed. I will still believe that. <laughs> no, court's, court's juiced. Everything's back. I mean, actually, like I thought he was honestly more aggressive than normal too. Yeah. So I don't know if like the stare like if he did maybe some blow back <laughs> before <laughs> he's shooting uh, steroids he's doing a line and running to the cage. He's straight edge for except for steroids. Except yeah, steroids. Roy, Roy Rage. That's all I mean, he you needs. Know, he's what? He's probably like what 34, 35, something like that. Yeah. He's got to be like close to 40 for sure. at this point. Yeah. And he was the most in shape and jacked he's ever been. Age don't clear up. You can't clear age. You just inject money into your veins, and then it it takes the symptoms away for a bit. Don't you watch South <laughs> and then Park? Occasionally, as a flare up. <laughs> Hate when I get an AIDS flare up. There is just nothing. Court McGee, 30, 37. He is living a long thirty seven. Dude, yep. his shoulders. He looked like a one of those heavy, like those strongman contest guys. He looked like poods. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Poods. Poods out here fucking deadin' dudes in 2021. Yep. Like, watch no the fuck out. Poods Four, 400, 400 pound dudes just dropping them one shot. Oh, yeah. Poods Fedor right. has to happen. Has to happen. <laughs> Gotta be made. Fedor scared. Uh, Midway Division, yeah. Jamie Pickett defeated Joseph Holmes. Another decision. Um, this Holmes, one extra sucked. Holmes really bad. He is yep. horrible. Yeah. And really like, and the announcers are were bringing up a bunch, but like, anytime Pickett throws a punch, no matter what the happens with that punch, he is clinching immediately. Oh, yeah. That's because like, he's terrified of getting fucking knocked the fuck out, like the ninja did. 
like he was rocking like he was rocking him a few times and then just grabbing him like and the other guy was so gassed like if he would have put together like three punches in a row I think he's out of there in the third and Pickett just absolutely no interest but I mean when you're a bottom feeder who's not very good just like get as many paychecks and fights as you can before you get cut yep right yep or you get one knockout of the night, and that takes care of like two purses at once. Yeah. So another then spin. you can take a break. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah, a couple of you guys have tickets. Out, you you might have to fight somebody good if you get a good mm. knockout. That's risky. So it's true. There's risk there. It's very um, risky. Yeah, I, he's, I had, he's playing the smart I game. I only played only played picket once he got up to plus one sixty two. God, I didn't know he got that high. Well, I he was like one thirty when I when I yeah. passed on him. Fine. Uh, by the way, Division Bill Algio defeated Joe Anderson Brito. Uh, a little dicey at first, um, I would say the first couple minutes, but I think you could kind of tell once uh, Bill survived on the ground at that first couple minutes that we were going to be be pretty good. He, he did. Bill doesn't fight smart. Um, he does lots of dumb things. Not just the end when he was like cheering when he should have went fucking landed some punches or whatever, but like he just does like little stupid things throughout the fight and. I think where he's lost some decisions in the past two, and like this one, the judges actually gave him probably too many rounds. Because um, didn't wasn't there a couple thirty twenty sevens in there too? There was one. There was one, one thirty yeah. twenty seven. And there. like he eats punches probably worse than I've ever seen. Just how he reacts, not because he's hurt. He does this weird thing where he like goes like this after he gets punched, even if it's like a jab. So it always looks like his reactions are worse than they are. So someone should probably tell him to stop that. It's really weird. I don't know what he does. It's like. When I bet on him, I'm like, oh, my God, he's dead, like, every time he gets punched in the face. And he's not even hurt, just how he reacts. Tim Elliott's Bad body language. Tim Elliott's a little bit like that, too. Yeah, I had money on LJO, and uh, I still downgrade him after after this performance. Uh, Actually expected more from him. Uh, I mean, early early on it went exactly how I expected. He's got terrible takedown defense, and so the the magma was going to be able to wrestle early, and then he should have taken over, but... Yeah, it was, uh, I think, closer than it should have been. All right. Cool. Let's move on. We lightweight division. We had a finish. It took a while. Um, I don't want to pronounce this guy's name. Slava 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 Yep. (laughs) Defeated Dakota. (laughs) Dakota Bush. Uh, Bush, actually, I thought looked pretty damn good the first minute. It came out not scared, you know, attacked, and then just fucking got rib roasted this was yeah, a nice that workout for him <laughs> yeah this was this was a nice knockout like this this car did really punish us to start with and this was a good finish i thought it was even the even before the finish i thought the first two three minutes like as it lasted it was fun because bush was like coming after him pretty good too um i don't know if slava claus is as good as everyone thinks he is i think he's got good hands but you get anyone that has i would say a high school wrestling level Probably takes care of this guy, but Bush decided he wanted to he wanted to bang some more. Well, just match the dude up with strikers, and it'll be fun. I mean, he's not ever going to be anything, so just put on fun fights with him. Yeah, George, I, uh, I think you somebody tell George that he got hacked because he's uh, he's handing out he get crypto advice in the in the comments. <laughs> what is this? Is this a video <laughs> game? Is this a video? I don't know. Who knows? How do you invest in a video game? NFTs, man. I thought NFT were like pictures. No, you can own like things <laughs> as well. Come on. 
real? I thought yeah, NFTs that, were like like a meme or something. No, it's it's a uh, uh, NFTs are a right click and save as. That's yeah, an no, and, and the NFT <laughs> is the receipt that says you bought a picture. Well, I, but can I just like, do it myself? Can I just? I don't. I don't try to. I don't try to knock it because I fully don't understand. NFTs, I don't understand it. So I anything. There's a bunch of people that have made a ton of money in it. And I've and I yeah and I've Not seen. For me. That, yeah. There's people that's made tons of money, but also it could be like just the, the shit smart, might fall out at any, the, any no, point. The, the smart ones in the space are just stealing all that money from the idiots in the space. Yeah, another and thing. That I read, so, <laughs> yeah. They still have that like virtual baseball card thing. Is that still around? Top, basketball. It was Top, top Shot was the it. basketball thing. It's yeah. still it's there. Still around. Yeah, I think wow. I, uh, I I think I've my, made a little bit of favorite. money with that. Just are they all worth shit millions for... now? They're not worth millions, but I'll take my couple hundred bucks here and there. My, my, I don't that know. Was, that was the one where the... you paid for uh, a highlight. Highlights. Just, yep. Yeah, that you could just look up on the internet, <laughs> right? I, mm-hmm. I I feel like the last couple years, this big crypto thing, the the NFT. The top shot. I have never felt older in my entire <laughs> life. Like I, I well, don't. You've never been older. Well, that is true. Life. Oh, I okay. I don't I don't understand. If someone was like, "Hey, buy some Bitcoin," I don't need. I wouldn't know how to buy a Bitcoin. I oh, would we know because you are the least technical person that works in the technical field in I'm the world. Pretty technical. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Pretty At least with like Bitcoin, Bitcoin has real world currency to it nowadays. You can literally, you can buy. Yeah, goods. I can buy drugs with that. Well, I mean, no, you can use that shit to buy fucking shit on Amazon and shit now. Like you can buy to. You can, you can go. Use, you can go to El Salvador and try to buy beer with it. And it I don't even work. know how to buy it. Well, that one, that one country literally went to all Bitcoin payments. That's El Salvador. Is it like it's the yeah. entire shit? The first transaction was literally at McDonald's. Like, dude got him like a number eight. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how to buy it. I don't know. I don't know these things. I can't figure it out. I'm not completely like. I handle like our Salesforce operation shit. So like, I can't be that horrible technically. No, it's just you have no time to learn this stuff. I'm. Sh- you can easy. They've made it easy enough for an idiot to do it. So you could. You just yeah. will never yeah. spend time to do it and see no. no reason to do it. I still don't even know what it is. I still don't exactly. know what a Bitcoin like is. The, so when I hear Bitcoin the only mining, person who's, <laughs> I think I'm the only person who's lost Lance, money in Bitcoin. Lance thinks you have. You're back to Eastern Kentucky. That's like impossible. Kind of hole digging I, up. No, it's in the, the one where the, the dude went to India and claimed he died, but he actually. Oh yeah, well I got my money, money stolen on that too. I what mean, it? that's it's a long story. It's coming oh. out on Netflix and shit. How do I Don't mine Bitcoin? It. Like I go in my backyard and I dig deep enough and I find a Bitcoin. Yep. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like buried treasure. Okay. It's starting to come together. Let's see this. Uh, Drendine said it's a good time to get into crypto. Nope. Nope. I use super low risk mutual funds. <laughs> Long game. You got to have those too. You know what I'm saying? Like you take, think- you take expendable cash and you just give it a try. Like if you make some money and good, if not, fuck it. I was going to gamble that shit anyway. You know, Brian said, God can either make you a techie or give you intimidating forearms. Can't have both. I know what I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sean's man. got some uh, some impressive uh, fists, though. 
We oh, found that oh. out. <laughs> you might you might actually bust one in your pants when you see Sean's fist. How do you have muscular life? fists? It's 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 a uh, it's a special thing. Not muscular. Mm. We'll just say that uh, if he asked Luca to spar, Luca would have to turn him down because he'd be intimidated <laughs> by those hands. Tell you what. So oh, the, George said he, the popular yeah, Luca, NFT video game crypto. There's so many things in that sentence. I'm just, hold on. Yeah, so there, an NFT is some, a picture of a video game of a crypto. Yeah, no, some, it, it can be it can be like items in the game, yeah. like a skin or yeah. like a yeah. like, like a Donkey stuff. Kong banana. You got to pay ten thousand dollars for instead of playing on your Nintendo. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's a little little more a <laughs> little more than that, but. <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Trust me, as a gamer, hey, I'm, they're idiots. I'm, I'm the one that's high up at a tech company. Why don't you let me handle these conversations? <laughs> <laughs> you just said Donkey Kong on your Nintendo. This dude's like 20 years ago. Shit. Listen, you <laughs> uh, didn't say Super Nintendo. He said on your Nintendo. I'm the technical one here. <laughs> also, uh, Drenda. D. Rendine, I believe, or Dr. Yep. Endine. I might have to start calling mm, Dr. Endine. I didn't realize that you were somebody in the chat last week, uh, even though I've seen your name in the chat for months. Uh, so I, apologies. I don't know what you said. I asked what a, I asked what a Drendine was. Dr. Endine. It's his name. Yeah. It's his name. Yeah. Dr. Endine. Very Good. smart man. Yeah. All right. Um, Mukagian won another fight, ranked number two in the world. And it sounds like the UFC will be cutting her. How great is that? <laughs> That's a win-win scenario for everyone. Women's MMA. That, that sounds perfect for women's MMA. Oh, right yep. God. Number two in the world in the most shallow division in sports. Won like three in a row, and they're going to cut her. Because even for women's 125, she's too boring. <laughs> yeah, she literally set a record that you really don't want. She's got the most decision wins decision in wins. Like women's MMA history. You do not want that. You mean you're the most important? You want a bunch of You do of if you don't want to be employed by the UFC. <laughs> but hey, her, the as far as making money, I said it on the show. Her by decision in that fight was one of the best bets on that entire fucking card. You just I held your it. nose and bet it. It was it was easy. That was the easiest bet I made on that card. Yep. Um, I love all the people online that uh, think it's unprecedented that the UFC would cut somebody. Fitch. Was Fitch two or three when they cut him with all the decisions? Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, he was Mighty, definitely I mean, top Mighty five. Mouse, like they never, they didn't resign fucking. The they Demetrius just traded Johnson. his ass. They traded yeah. it. but they yeah, didn't for a retired guy. They didn't resign Demetrius Johnson. Like, come you know, on, they do this shit constantly. I'll say this: I think the UFC got the best end of that deal by far. Have you even heard Mighty Mouse's name since he got traded? No, well, he lost. He oh, he losing. lost. Yeah, he no one watched losing. it. Did he? If no one watched it, did it really happen? I mean, but they did like in the same in, in that same like time they they let fucking Johnny fucking Lineker walk too, and he's over just melting guys. And That's a different up. one. But the problem is no one that was stupid. The UFC wins that trade because Mighty Mouse didn't bring eyeballs in, and even in a short period of time, a lot of people fucking talked about Ben Askren, and he had some big fights and the the Masvidal thing. Well. Just that highlight alone for the UFC it, was worth it. it yeah, just, it <laughs> doing that, that for them. It does show you you could be the one of the best fighters in the world if you go they out there and you're shit. not 
But if you're not putting on exciting fights, too, the fans yeah. don't give a shit either. Like, yeah. nobody but hardcore fans gave a shit about Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. And it wasn't even the – it wasn't that he didn't finish. He did get some finishes. Yeah. It was just – he was always just – he never took risks offensively, defensively in any way until the fight was kind of in the bag or he was really, you know, crushing someone. So it's like his fights just weren't exciting because his opponent was overmatched, but he didn't go for the kill and usually just play with his food for a while. He also uh, wouldn't go up and wait and fight Dillashaw yeah. and shit like that. Even like the the Borg finish, which was just an insane finish. Yeah. One of the, the best you'll see. Up until that point, it was like it was a yeah. Mighty Mouse fight. It was it was a typical. Yeah. Yeah. And he also immediately ruined it by calling it the Mighty Whiz Bar. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like the some friend, anything else. Friend of the can podcast. We get, can we get Matt Hume to just find some some Japanese dudes and pump them up with fucking steroids <laughs> and get them over like the old days? Like, yeah. Mighty Mouse is um, a friend of the podcast, though. Don't forget it. True. True. I interviewed Mighty um, Mouse when it was me and Ivan. He bought me dinner, I, or he bought me breakfast uh, one time when I went Mighty to Mouse? fights with, with Trish. Yeah, because huh. we were we were at the front of the line, and Trish knows him, and uh, he's like, "Oh, we're in a rush. It was fight day." <laughs> so some, he's just uh, like, "Can I take your spot, and I'll just pay for your food?" I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." That's hilarious. Did some temporary tax documents for one time when he came to fight in Canada. Ooh. Yeah. We've got Mighty Mouse big connections to the MMA analysis, even if he doesn't remember any of them. Definitely yeah. doesn't. <laughs> uh, we, we already talked about Roy Val. Um, Collier just dominating Chase Sermon with Round one. I bet, so like five minutes before this fight started, I saw that Doesn't Go was like plus 115, and I was like, fuck it, it's a heavyweight fight, and I took it, and it helped me a lot. So I was happy for, for my boy Collier. That was awesome. It's funny. I When I was looking at adding some stuff like early on in the day, I saw the sub at like 10 to 1 or so, and I was like, he could totally do this. Like Sherman's a joke. But I was happy with the inside. Yeah, yeah. he just dominated him on the ground. That was ridiculous. That was a white belt. He got like, black belt too. Collier, Collier got quick. Collier talking yeah. shit after the fight. Like he's taking over the heavyweight division. And shit. it's like – he might be better at heavyweight than he ever was, you know, down at 185. That's how shitty heavyweight that is. That is. It's how <laughs> shitty he can just be. Man, I'm fat. I hit I hit kind of hard. I can take some punches. Yeah. yeah. My chin's better now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bloated chin. I mean, yeah. Plato Collier is not to be fucked with. That's for sure. He's Top like, he's, he's champ champ of the t-shirt of the pool now. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's got two belts. He's too good for that division. He's moving up. He's getting there. It's unfair. <laughs> and then we talked about it a little bit, but uh, Calvin Cater defeated Giga. Just dominating performance. Giga, after the fight, said, like as Brad said, he beats Cater nine out of ten times, <laughs> which we which we I clearly laughed. saw. I laughed and laughed. God, that guy is – that was one of those uh, – there's a lot of guys that I, I, I don't like in the UFC, and I always try to pick these matches. But you guys know there's a lot of guys I don't like. Watching one of them get humbled is always great. This might be like – a top three humbling experience I can think of because it was so dominant and it wasn't to like the best guy in the division or anything like that. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, James Vick, uh, James Gage, Vick, James Vick, James Vick. The Gage one is. There's a little special sauce on that one. But this was a good one. This was up there. A guy yeah. who didn't deserve the talk that he was getting, who calling out the champ right before he's facing the toughest test. 
and this dude just gets his fucking shit pushed in about as much as you can do. Tough guy, though. I got to give it to him. He took a beat. Yeah, we all, we all, t- we all tail uh, Luca for, for Cater uh, Inside the Distance, in, yeah. Inside the Distance, and we all cashed. Exactly. Yeah, he, <laughs> Luca, Luca did say Luca was the only person in the world yep. who favored yep. Cater in this fight. Yep. It's amazing. He said it. Inside the yeah, distance. He's unreal. And then, he's like, got just praise me. I got this one dead on. Called it. it Called you know, it. it's been worse than before. Like, it's 100 tweets. It's it's too much. I, I, I love that. I love that. Free breakdown articles for, for every bet. And Ganu against Ganya. It's three days. <laughs> one day to break down one dude. One day to break down another. Then I'll give you my my thoughts at the end of that on day three. It's like, if this was the fight to be doing all that tape study, man. Whew. I hope you got like seven different rolls of Brad of just tape. On the counter, because tape is very important. I just watched. I, I, I just watched all of Ngano's fights. He hits hard. Yeah, he hits <laughs> exactly. Really, really, really hard. hard. Uh, Gon likes to move and throw two strikes at a time. You know, you the know, whole like, the whole tape study thing is so funny to me. Where everyone talks about it all the time, it's like, oh, go and do tape study watching Dustin Poirier fight. Like you've seen Dustin Poirier fight like fifteen times. Do you not know what he does? Like, I understand if you say tapes, I wouldn't call it tape study. But, like, if there's a debuting fighter, you haven't seen him before, or it's a fighter maybe you've watched once and you're not sure about, like, sure, watch one of his old fights, let it ring a bell, do that. But, like, there's nothing funnier. It's like, all right, doing tape study, got Conor McGregor ready to roll, get to watch his fights, because I don't remember Walking what he in does. eight hours, let's go. <laughs> got to watch it in half half speed to make sure I don't miss So anything. I watched all Conor's fights, and I noticed he hits harder with his left hand yeah. than his right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is in the notes, but he appears to be left-handed. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's the only sport. Like, could you imagine, like, in any other sport of, like, like with betting and everything, it's like – all right, like Duke FSU tonight. About to watch FSU's first twelve games and really dive in before I place my bet. <laughs> like, like I, oh, I'm gonna watch some like the Panthers run some plays. Like MMA nerds are the funniest kinds of nerds because you wouldn't expect them in a sport like MMA. It's almost like MMA. It's like attracts the biggest losers because they would never be tough enough to do something like this, so they're automatically kind of drawn to it. I guess that's it. I I don't know. I I can't figure it out. Why are nerds and MMA so tied together? Because MMA is its own fucking world. <laughs> Just the it's nerd of it's easy enough for them to take completely out of context numbers and spin yeah, yeah. them. To say whatever the hell they want to say that makes the, no the sense. The stats dudes are just oh. are something else in MMA. <laughs> like these dudes that post all the yeah. This dude's got this many significant like. Y'all don't even know what a significant strike is to begin with. How the fuck are you literally using numbers? I like, saw what? I saw I saw a great one today. This guy posted this this big chart breaking down contender series, and someone retweeted it, and I was going, "Oh, this is great information. This is so interesting." Blah blah blah. So I click on the chart. Fifty percent win loss record. <laughs> So if you were on the contender series, then your UFC record is 500, and that was very interesting. 
I'm like, oh my god, that's mind blowing. Half the guys win, half the guys lose. I'm gonna use this to cap all my fights. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like there's good two outcomes to a fight. Just oh bet god. every dog you're gonna win, I, right? It's just <sighs> the nerdum. The it's nerdum. Wild over there. So, so where do we, where do we see Cater at this point, though? Like, forget Giga. He needs to go back down and, and do something. I think like. he fights Yair. Yeah, that uh, dude never wants to fight, but yeah, yeah that would be a good fight. It'd be a good fight. Uh, I guess Yair did look as good as he possibly could getting his ass great. completely. He looked way better versus looked. Max than Cater. And he still got just fucking lost half his life in that fight. Yeah, uh, but he landed shots and it was competitive yeah. times. I think uh, I think Cater fucks him up, though. I think yeah, we'll see. I, th- I think that would be... I think Yair is the one that makes the most sense to me. The elbow yeah. stone in that fight would be tremendous. Like, yeah, it'd be a fun fight. Yair's fun. Yeah. I'll give it to him. He's he's a fun he fighter. He is. Yeah, him and, him and Cater would throw like fifty elbows yeah. and back elbows and shit, and they'd land. They wouldn't be like whiffs. Yeah, they'd be landing. Yep. I, yeah, I have to, I have to yeah. say though that even though Giga got absolutely decimated, uh, in my books his stock went up a little bit. Yeah, I thought, I, did, I, thought I thought I did too. Very little of him before. I think like, more no, of him? He's, he's always been tough. Like it, yeah, I thought all that proved to me is he's tough, but that I kind of already yeah. knew that. I thought less of him because yeah. his kicking does nothing against top level guys. Absolutely nothing. Also, it was not his existing. cardio was atrocious. Well, I think he got. I think it was the grappling he's not used to, and then he. I know, but still, like too. getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, he got he got beat up bad in round two. Punched in the head. I mean, you would think with with his striking and how that fight was playing out, and then it wasn't all close in. Like Cater did a good job getting it close, but there was a lot of at distance strikes, and Cater was winning some of those. You would think, like Giga, did he he threw very few kicks after the first round, and I think because he didn't want to get taken down because he's such a bad grappler. Um, yep. I mean, I, I think less of him. I think he can't even use his best weapons because his grappling is so bad. And I think this is the first time he's fought a good, smart fighter. And we saw what happened to him. I mean, his if you look at Giga's path to where he got, where like how like this top five and getting these big names, he fought no tough matchups. He fought no like, – he was always in his wheelhouse. Either it was a guy who was shitty or a guy who was going to stand at distance with him like Edson Barbosa. Yeah, but yep. – you, you you still got to add to it that he did fight one of the best guys in that division this time out. So it's it's got to be somewhere in between. I want to I want to see me. We'll see what he looks like in his next fight because he'll probably Give him get a some, fucking somebody with wrestling. I want to well, cash I mean, this dude out again. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm one. Too bad there's tr- there's like no tr- good. There's not very many good wrestlers in that weight division. Chad Mendes is coming back. What a tremendous amount of for bare knuckle on Giga. Yeah, I'm gonna see Chad Mendes versus it, Giga. I think. I think I Chad Mendes could beat Giga without even throwing a punch. What about yep. Frankie going back up? <laughs> <laughs> All I want to know Yeesh, is, is man, Mendes, that was bad last time. Is Chad going to be on the fucking gear again? What he what, is it? Bare enough? Of course he is. Doing? Yep, I, yeah. he fucking better be. Yeah. Oh, the other guy we didn't talk about too. The Kager fight next is uh, Brian Ortega is not matched up. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Think what? Think what? I mean, Ortega is someone that would fucking curb stomp Giga. You take yeah, him down and submit him instantly. Yep. I mean, not, no contest. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Giga's never going to get that fight, so. No. Yeah. Giga's back to the line. I, I want to see him face a guy that's like, like, 
like a Bryce Mitchell, Bryce like a guy Mitchell. who's not like this top <laughs> five knows, guy. Lance, that would be Lance wants dudes to be like cut worthy performances, yeah. and then that's like get these guys. Well, especially guys he hates, like Giga. Yeah, no. I agree with him in this <laughs> instance. <laughs> I want to see that happen too. Once you get on the list, there's just no removing your yeah. name until you're out of the UFC, and yeah. I can I can always find these ways of matching guys up to get them into that place. So yeah. All right, you guys Sweet. ready to move on to 270? Uh, yep. So ready. Cool. All right, we'll start in the women's flyweight division. Kay Hansen defeated Jasmine. Jazza Duvisha. She defeated her already? already won. Can I get like wow. five grand down on this yeah. bag of chick real fast? I need to take out a loan. You, already, you can already foresee the future. Are you betting this? No, you said that she already defeated, defeated her. So I did? I think we got we to gotta put a big bet on, uh, on Kay Hansen. Oh. Well, I wasn't paying attention because I already lost it. <laughs> it's, I, I get it. Look at who's fighting. I mean, it's all yeah. I, I I didn't look into this fight really at all. Uh, Kay Hansen probably wins, but she did not look good last time out. So only fans angle. Mm. Our boy I, Aaron Watershow sure. narrative. I'm Nation. thinking of fading her. I'm thinking of fading her. You've got oh. Saronis Yasakevich, uh, <laughs> former NBA player. Fighting Kay Hansen, moving up from 115 to 125. I mean, move. big size difference. The uh, the the Canadian chick. She's Canadian though, so that's. Yeah. Ooh, I know that's a tough go. She she's got she's got muscles though, and Hansen was fat at 115. So Man. now she's doing the the OnlyFans porn, and she's going to be even fatter at yeah. 125. But she, she put on the she weight. She did storm the, the capital though, so like she's in like yeah. tremendous <laughs> fucking shape. She's recovered. She she's recovered from that apparently is what she said. She was in a bad place where she was like, mm. I'm going to be racist for a bit, and then she's like, Oh, I'm not racist. So like yeah. she's changed. She, My bad. People told me to Just, be racist. That was like, her. Yeah. Idea, right? I'm a, so we got another another type of uh, the other girl, um, the one that didn't know that her boyfriend of a decade was some type of. It's another. Funny how that works, hey? It's crazy that it never comes up when you live with someone twenty four yeah. hours a day. Never saw then, it. You I never nothing? saw it. <laughs> and then and then Angela Lee's next boyfriend, what's the guy's name? The fighter, where because he didn't want to oh. wear a mask on a a three hour flight. Four hour flight. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna Tony Kelly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive 18 hours. I think that's the best move for me and my career and my my personal freedoms, my body, my choice. Unless it's someone else's body, then it's also my oh, choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, what a world! I love this world. It's it's a great place. Um, I'm gonna take Kay Hansen. Um, you know, I'll have to talk to Aaron though uh, and see in the narrative nation that that he owns. Canadian versus OnlyFans star. I don't know which way you lean on that, so I'm going to have to kind of check in with him and, and see how that goes. You guys got anything on this? Good. Uh, did I? Uh, I don't, you I can don't. go. You can go. No one really broke it down. No, it, I, I, I said dog, everything I had to say. Dog or pass. <laughs> dog or pass. I'm yeah. passing. All right. Um, lightweight division. Matt Frivola versus Gennaro Valdez. New Sean. Matt Frivola is very, very bad. Now, is the guy that he's fighting bad? Probably. I mean, uh, looked okay on Contender Series. Um, dude's got a shit ton of finishes, so um, 
would I be surprised? I mean, Favola's been knocked out twice. I mean, he obviously just got slicked in seven seconds last time out. This Valdez guy inside the distance, like plus 275, might be worth a sprinkle. Wes? Yeah, I, I think uh, we kind of talked about it before the show that Favola just seems to, I don't know, he's got inflated lines, man. He, even when he wins, it just seems like He's just way overpriced for what kind of talent the guy is. I don't get it. People seem to bet him a lot, but I, I wouldn't be touching him in this spot. I, I can't can't bet a dude that's been beating up fucking street taco fucking vendors and shit, though, and knocking them out. Um, it, it's definitely dogger pass, but, man, it, it's hard to bet on an unknown like this dude, but probably got a good chance to knock out Favola in this spot. He specializes in Mexican street corn. From what I've heard, Good. I was doing some Good. tape study. Doing some <laughs> it's not tacos and street corn. It's Mexican thing. street corn vendors. I always get that from fucking tape study. The, the, well, two fights ago, he fought a guy that does my carnitas, and then the latest fight was the Mexican street corn vendor. Um, I don't know who he has next. Matt Frivola, he Matt probably. <laughs> um, unseasoned hot dogs with ketchup. <laughs> Avocado toast. Just ketchup. <laughs> the only condiment available. Yeah. All right, Brad. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't back Juan Valdez's son in this one. I mean, the, the Colombian MMA scene is way worse than the Colombian coffee scene. So I, I just think that, you know, he's got this inflated record. Colombia is, is like the Midwest of Mexico slash Central America slash South America. All of those countries that you guys hate in America um Colombia is the worst of them and oh, Matt Ferola is Ginny he might get knocked out but I think this guy's more of a more of a grappler anyway so if this turns into a grappling match uh Ferola is gonna be the one on top I think and he'll be able to survive yeah, I, I, we were talking about this fight a little bit on the on the pre-show, and kind of like what Wes said, I was like, Favola is one of the randomly like he's always has he's favored for no reason. People like him, bet on him for no reason. The guy's kind of talentless. There's not a lot there. And Brad said, I don't know much about this Valdez guy, and I go, it doesn't matter who Matt Favola is. I don't matter he's he, that. What I said, I can't talk today. I think it's the the sickness. Um, he's fading Matt. He's facing Matt Frivola. It could be. He's facing Matt Frivola, and Frivola's just not good at anything. Like even if it turns to grappling, Frivola's not a good grappler. He's one of those guys that kind of trip falls and ends up on top sometimes. Um, he's not a guy that's going to threaten you on top. He's not going to hurt you while he's on top. And if he's on bottom, he's probably not going to get up. And I think Valdez throws high enough volume. I think he can scramble, scramble a little bit if he does get to the mat and. I think he's just a better striker, and I think on the on the ground, I think he's he's good enough to hang with him. And I think it's like what plus one sixty five, something like that. So yeah, I like uh, like Bud does here, whoever he is. The guy he beat, he was a minus uh, twenty three hundred favorite at Bet Online for his Contender that's, Series fight. That's how good he is. Yeah, dude's free. <laughs> yeah, that's dude's free. Who is the guy he was? Who's the guy he was facing? Prime time. Uh, Pat- Patrick White, Patrick with a K. Just that a K. guy's good. He's good. He he's, he represents Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, 
Alaska's own. We've seen a lot of good guys from Alaska. Really, it's the it's the new area where you find the best fighters in the world. It used to be Brazil. Um, now it's transitioned over to Anchorage is where you find a lot global of the best. Global warming, baby. <laughs> that that could it's it's this. So tonight it's supposed to uh, get a little bit more snow here, and this will be the third snowfall in Nashville in two weeks. Our times we got getting some too tonight. Yeah. When we were in Disney World, when I was gone, we got eight inches where I live, which for Nashville is fucking insane. And then last weekend we got like an inch and a half, like not much, but like thirty minutes south of us, at like the other side of Nashville, got like seven eight inches. I got so. a, I got a friend down in Alabama, like Central Alabama, and they that last snow that you got eight inches a couple weeks ago or whatever, like they got snow down there and they like never ever yeah they're 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 like rarely and he's like man it's wild my dog's freaking out shit (laughs) it's like like one half your city got uh the hog and one half your city got gone Mm. yeah we we didn't well yeah (laughs) three inches might be lying let's be real i think gone's closer to inch and a half so it's kind of well, we'll we'll break it down later, but uh, you know I'm going to take everybody back to to linguistics school because I know mm. a little bit of French. I know a little bit of French, so we'll break I it down. Do but I did Spanish. Spoiler alert, or teaser alert. All right, we can go. Uh, we can go quick on this next one. As we had women's strawweight division, Silvana Gomez Juarez versus Vanessa Demopoulos. Yishan. These ladies are combined one and four in their UFC slash contender series. Frank I'll, said that that Patrick White guy didn't have his cup or his mouthpiece for his fight. The fuck you need that for? He's from he's from Alaska, bro. I don't you know, plan on getting hit up there. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm not getting hit. No, uh, I'll take Crystal. She seems feisty. Which one's that? Uh, the is that her stage name? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's make it true. That's it. That's your whole breakdown. All right, Wes. Yep. Man, I, I really have no fucking idea here. I'll I'll probably take um, the dog in Top Master. And mm. Who's the dog? I don't know. I just whichever one is the dog. Which <laughs> dog <laughs> which one's the dog when Top Master opens? <laughs> Come here, Juarez. This is this is terrible, terrible stuff, man. Like, whew. terrible, 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 Fred. All right, guys. Biggest bet of the evening. Oh shit! The stripper, no cards, plus a hundred. I actually got it at plus one twenty-five. That's a real bet. She's tough. Brad pulling yeah. out a real bet. <laughs> she's tough. She, wow. She's used to taking a beating on that pole. Uh, and she's she's not gonna get stopped by by some little hundred and fifteen pound. Where, where's this one from? Argentina. Sounds Argentina I don't know. or some shit. Yeah, um, yeah, she's not going to get stopped by her. So the 37-year-old that sucks and got subbed in the first round of her last fight. By a gets Canadian? Subbed again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> if she gets subbed again, I'll, I'll cash a bet. And if she just beats uh, beats the stripper up for 15 minutes, which, uh, you know, been known to do myself once or twice back in the day <laughs> uh then then we just uh we move on no no sweat off my back yeah i'm not gonna bet this fight i <laughs> smart I <don't>, yeah. smart <laughs> all right uh, 
Bantamweight division, Tony Gravely versus Salmon Oliveira. That's a real person? Or do they just kind of sneak that in there? Is Wikipedia playing a trick on me? Boston Salmon Oliveira? Salmon Oliveira. It's like they just kind of piece together some that's things. A, that, is that a new, like, Mexican seafood dish or something? Salmon that, Oliveira. That's the guy who makes the corn at the street corn place. <laughs> <laughs> Right, oh dude. man, yeah, I uh, I don't have much in this. Uh, I think it was on Gravely when he uh, got smashed by Manass. There, he did not look good. He looked very bad in that fight. Uh, so I'm just staying away. I I don't really have a clue who the old uh, Sam and Oliveira is. So I'll, I'll just watch this fight and maybe I can fade these guys the next time. <laughs> He got he got through to the UFC with a contract because he beat some random dude by split decision. If yep. that tells you, I think, oh. I, I think Dana saw the guy's name that he beat on Contender Series, and he's like, "Holy shit, he beat Jose Aldo on Contender Series! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get this guy a contract." <laughs> only explanation. That is that is the only fucking way. Um, yeah, I mean, you probably got to like Grayley in this spot, but man, there is no way you could lay minus 250 or whatever on Grayley against anybody right now. Not after what he looked like last time. Um, I, I think he could probably get a win here, uh, but man, that's just too crazy of a line for me. It's just another another pass. Fred? Yeah, um, if I didn't... I saw the Contender Series fight. I haven't seen any of any of uh, Salmon's other fights, um, but he has a, a lot of guillotines and, and stuff like that on his record. So if Gravely gets a little sloppy shooting in for one of his takedowns, which he can tend to do from time to time, wouldn't be shocked to uh, see him get tapped. So I'm I'm going to stay away. But Gravely should win. He's not awful. Yeah. He lost a man ass. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Dude's for real. He's he's a little better than this this salmon guy. He looked Who bad knows? in that fight. But he, he looked, looked bad. Yeah, yeah. Gravely he could was be like a little, ghost. Little, little in that worse. second round. Gravely's one of those guys where like you watch him sometimes and like with his wrestling and stuff, you're like, God, this guy could beat a lot of guys and decent top control at times, like decent double leg can get guys down. And then you watch the man ass fight and you're like, but what if he can't? <laughs> and like I don't think he's over I don't think he's that great. Um and I don't know if his his top game is good enough to hold guys down at this point, like for that long where he can avoid the feed at all times. And, you know, Salmon Oliveira. Big time. Um but from what I can tell, this guy's more of a, a ground fighter, so this could be a good matchup for for Gravely. I really don't see Gravely getting, you know, out grappled by a guy like this and I don't see him getting submitted uh, from top position either. So we'll see. It's going to be a pass here from a bet. It's like minus 250. I don't think anything's worth it, but probably a boring gray blue decision fight, I guess. All right, let's move on. Welterweight division, Trevin Giles versus Michael Morales. New Sean. Should be somewhat of an interesting fight. Giles losing to Duplessis is uh, and getting knocked out by him was was pretty wild. Uh, I, I don't think I bet him in that fight, but uh, I I was pretty surprised to see him get finished there. Uh, that's that's not a great sign. Um, he has shown fairly good takedown defense, so it, I think he 
will probably want to keep this on the feet and then it's it's probably a close fight um i don't i haven't really watched much of uh the guy he's uh he's fighting but he's got a shit ton of finishes so uh i think either of these guys uh will have a chance of getting the finish but i i'm not quite sure who it's going to be i'll uh i'll pick giles because he's the dog but uh, i got nothing on this fight wesley yeah, I mean that that last one out for Giles doesn't doesn't look great, but um, man, I, I don't see him getting manhandled in this spot against this little beanpole kid that's got. I mean, I, I I saw his contender series fight. I haven't seen anything besides that him beating up a bunch of bums. But the first time he's in was somebody halfway decent. I mean, he got a he got a decision. It was unanimous. Um, I just don't think he's going to be able to body Giles like that in this spot, and I. Just think Giles is the better fighter, the way more experienced fighter. He's been in there with some decent dudes over the years. Um, man, as a dog here, I, I just I don't I don't agree with that. I think Giles should be slightly favored here. So I, I'm gonna take a small shot. It's it's nothing big, but I, I think Giles could definitely get a decision in this fight. Old man Giles better not lose to a, a guy that was born in two thousand. I mean, this dude's like Fucking a uh, fucking beanpole, dude. Fast. He's fast. Like, nah, no. Nah. I think Giles can manhandle this kid. Man. Fred, I think Morales can be decent. I I think he's got some of the the physical tools that work well in modern MMA, but he's still super green. Um, <clears throat> If I remember correctly, his contender series fight, I didn't go back and watch it, but his opponent got pretty tired pretty quick. Um, you know, it started off kind of rough for, for Morales and, and then he was able to take over, get takedowns, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, the, the fact that he can stick around for three rounds is good against Giles because at any point in any fight, Giles could absolutely blow it. Um, and, you know, get subbed in the first three seconds sure. of the third round or, or something <laughs> stupid like that. Um, we, we've seen some wild shit in, in Trevin Giles fights, but I've got to go with the, the vet to sort of hold them off. And, and Trevin Giles has mostly lost to quality guys. He doesn't just lose to any, any bum off the street. And we've got another situation here where, we had it twice last week. It worked out twice last week. And there's a dude coming in off contender series. And he's a favorite to a guy that's been around in the UFC for a long time. And uh, those tend to be uh, a disproportionate amount of that 50% that you referred to. 50-50 is the record of contender series fighters, Brad. I want to be on the side, the 50% that Brad just described. That's the side 50. I want. You have a 50% chance of winning this fight. <laughs> Sweet. I'll take, uh, uh, I'll take, take plus one. What do we got? 20? Plus 115. There you go. There you go. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. I don't really like a side in this fight. I, I think it could be Giles just being too big, too physical, pushing him against the cage, throwing him on the ground, landing bigger strikes. Um, or, you know, there could be a speed disadvantage here. And on the feet, um, Giles isn't fast enough to keep up with him. And we see – you know, Morales lander strikes. Morales does have that finishing ability. And, you know, even if a guy is not facing the highest level, like contenders, but 
you're finishing a vast majority of your fights. Like the guy we uh, Valdez, who we talked about earlier, uh, Morales here. If you're used to finishing fights, you do have that knack for a finish when you're finishing such a high, like a high amount of your fights. And I think one way or the other, this fight is getting finished. Um, Giles is plus 115. The doesn't go is plus 120. I like that. Uh, I like that a little bit more. I see one of these two guys getting a finish here. So it's going to be doesn't go for me in this one. All right. Um, I don't know what this is. Uh, Jack Della Madalena versus Pete Rodriguez. Man, that's Nelson Mandela's fucking nephew. Dog. Nephew? They spelled it wrong because <laughs> Dana can't read it. I thought right. his name was just. I thought his name was just Jack Della. He was sponsored by Modelo, the official <laughs> beer of the Octagon. It's pretty good. Is he is he getting some sponsorship money for that, or is Dana keeping it all? <laughs> yeah, know. you know the he answer. To that. <laughs> he, had a, he had a rough night at the tables. Uh, just if you haven't looked yet, uh, Madalena is Australian, so use that as you're picking this fight. He's Australian. Are you sure? I understand he's Australian. The he's guy Australian. he's fighting, the guy he's fighting is four and zero. Is he the Australian? The combined record, no. But the combined record of those four fighters that he beat are four and thirteen. Yeah, but is he Australian? He's not. But he's the guy he's fighting has beat absolute bumps. So I, I'm not betting this fight because I'm trying to stay away from debuting fighters and you know just low level shit uh madalena is how did this rodriguez might get a fight i don't know i i i I think this is like a roberto pixley in his last come on he's fought he's he's only had four fights he's fought nothing organizations now he's just showing up on a big UFC pay-per-view. Like, I know everyone's pounding at the door. They're rafting over to Fight Island trying to get to the game. So, Warley Alves was supposed to fight. Yeah, I saw that. I was just saying, he's got to be in the same gym as somebody that's higher up on this card. Yes. No, I I actually don't think so, which is surprising. It doesn't make any sense. Did you know more people died drowning trying to get the fight island to fight versus covid <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised everybody like, wants to fight people everybody all over the world just trying to because they ran out of boats because everyone had taken the boats to fight island so guys yeah. are just women just trying to get to fight island and more people died that way sad all right very sad time. that's that's how we're gonna find atlantis really just put, go down there's gonna be a fight card there we got a fight card in Atlantis. We're paying 10 and 10. Pay for your own travel. See you there. Oh, my God. Biggest card ever. Oh, God. All right. Wes. Wes, you got anything in this? No, no, man. Hey, I I just – I don't know how you could, like, minus 300 or something on this guy. Like, who are these days? Fair. How do you even line this? Who's fucking lining this shit? <laughs> how, do you, how do you figure fucking, it out? Is Kalikas fucking watching like Australian fucking barn fights and shit? Lining this Believe fucking... me, it was easier for uh, for us to line old like superior challenge cards in yeah. back in the day than it is to line this bullshit. Yeah, so this, I got I got nothing there. The one guy, and I saw this on Sherdog, he fought for Icon Fighting. Am I supposed yeah. to know what that is? 
you you should know that the four guys that he beat are a combined four and thirteen. That's all you okay. need to know. But is this like a known fighting organization? I Ion Television. You remember that? You remember the Ion Television commercial? Yeah, they used to have. Thing? Yeah, they used to have a lot of episodes of uh, Criminal Minds on there. Yeah, I mean this guy's fighting for <laughs> Ion fucking fighting shit. Never heard of it. Never yeah. fucking heard of it. Brad, I don't I, even. I don't even think I've seen like composer post videos of that. Well, Chris Curtis fight. fought on in on a Icon card, and so did Amanda Serrano. Is that the boxer? Yeah. yeah. So somebody fights there. That's a roster of fucking killers, man. This dude might be yep. uh might be it. Pete Rodriguez, big who's favored in this fight? The Australians <laughs> like a minus three. Minus three fifty, minus thirty. Yeah. Yeah. What the baby. fuck? He's got that Modelo backing. They know they're, he's they're getting pricing the... him like he's Modelo Negro, but he's uh <laughs> he's just regular old Modelo. Do the odds makers know he's Australian? <laughs> <laughs> man. All right, Brad, you got anything? No, like people seemed hyped up on this Australian guy, and I do not get it at all. Um, I mean, so... he was he was minus two hundred versus Warley. What's that about? Yeah, exactly. I would yeah, have that would be something that I would bet for when? sure. It, when when this fight, when like, that fight was supposed to happen? Fight? Yeah. No, no way. Yeah, really? Yeah. Can you see yep. that? Let's see. <laughs> no, Are nobody can see serious? that. Oh, there there it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get the Look fuck out of here. Fancy. Wow, that that'd have been in on one right there. My God. <laughs> that'd have been going deep. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Warley plus 160 versus a debuting guy? Australian. What? Who? Who? I don't know, man. They got a scout <laughs> over in Australia? Like, what, does, what's going Does this guy have the Pete Davidson dick? <laughs> like what i don't know like is there some pete in him like what's he got here what's he working with i mean i I, pete's been in everybody from what i've heard so maybe pete Pete is running around stealing fucking dudes wives and shit dog he's the best He's he's still in dudes that are worth a billion dollars he's taking their wives and shit like it's nothing just pete (laughs) And he looks like an ugly fucking heroin addict. He's the, he's wild. the best. You can't beat you can't beat him. He's just the best. All right, let's. Um, I'm not. Pick, I guess I'll take the Australian because he was favored over Worley versus some dude I've never heard of. That's, that's um, all right. Uh, by the way, we can play this one pretty quick. Uh, Teporia versus Charles Jordan on short notice. Risky fight for the Canadian loser. You, Sean? Yeah. Um... Jordan, I, I don't know if he's just trying to extend his uh, contract. That's why he's taking uh, last-second fights when he shouldn't against a, a guy that's actually very, very good. Um, I was I was looking to bet Tapuria against Evluev. Um, obviously, the the numbers pretty fucking wide on uh, Tapuria against uh, Jordan. I just think that the grappling is going to be such a huge advantage. He's going to be able to get Jordan down, who has not great takedown defense, and then probably smashes him on the ground, maybe grabs a sub. I don't know. It's Jordan has shown some pretty good toughness, but Tapiria is a beast, man. Uh, he's. I think he's very good. I'd, I'd like to see him in against some like top 10 fighters. Um, I put him in a two-unit parlay. I got him at like minus 476 little juicy, but uh, found a good number, so 
I think I think the only question is whether he finishes him or not. Brad, or skipping West? I know. What are you doing? I, I, I was looking uh, at the fight card, so I I need to visualize it. And man, you got purple. that COVID fog, man. I know. What what what's his what's his purple is really you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can go quick. Love uh, it. I yeah, I like Tapori here. Uh like this isn't good for, for old Jordan, man. I, he's gotta be taking this on short notice to be some kind of company type dude and shit, showing he'll take fights, but Tapori is actually really, really fucking good. And he's got a massive grappling advantage, like Sean said. Um I like a little bit of Taporia by KO here. I think it'll be more ground and pound. I think uh, Jordan's got some decent sub defense. Um, that's sitting around plus 400, plus 425, I believe, at Bet Online. Um, I'll take some of the, the KO, and I do have Taporia in like a stupid uh, eight leg parlay or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I like Taporia a lot here. I think he gets a finish. Yep. Red. And he's muted. You're muted. Nope. You're still nope. muted. Oh, <laughs> there he is. Um, yeah, hard, hard not to like to Topher here in this one. I was kind of thinking of the over uh, just because Jordan is tough, but he's also been rocked early in a bunch of fights against a bunch of bad guys. So if Toporia blows him out in the first minute or two, would not be shocked whatsoever. So I think I'm just going to end up passing this one, which... Uh, Unfortunate because it'll probably be uh, rather entertaining. Yeah, I like uh, I like Taporia here. Obviously, at, at this line, I, I was really excited about the Evola fight, and I was definitely going to be on Taporia. I'm really high on this kid. I would say, in terms of of prospect status and the, like, actual prospects, not like 34 year old painters, uh, <laughs> but like actual yeah. young, talented prospects. He's he's pretty well rounded. His striking's gotten a lot better. Um, his grappling is good. His ground game is pretty good. Uh, he got decent wrestling. Um, he's got that the state of Georgia wrestling behind him, so he's he's got his wrestling credentials in line. Um, and he's just he's good. He's a talented guy. This guy could beat a lot of guys already. Not really smart here for uh, Air Jordan that to take this fight. This is a tough fight for for anyone, especially on short notice and everything like this. And and with the grappling advantage, I don't know if he gets a finish. I don't know. Um, he might play it a little bit safe. Jordan is a little bit dangerous. He does hit pretty hard, but I still see this Taporia getting the fight down, beating it up, and maybe getting a second or third round finish, but also would not surprise me if this thing went to the card. So, passing. Because it's like, what, minus 600 now? Yeah. Nothing there. Can what a waste. Absolute waste. I know, but they weren't going to get anybody good late notice, so what are you going to do? Still, is. Jordan should make it at least have an entertaining fight and a good little showcase for him. So it's, uh, oh yeah, I mean from like a betting perspective, I think he's, oh, yeah. I think he's just going to get smashed. But I, I, I think it's going to happen eventually. Jordan is also an incredibly slow starter. Like he always starts yeah. off, even guys he dominates, he starts off by getting his fucking teeth kicked in the first round. Which yeah. Taporia doesn't seem man. Taporia inside the distance over Hall might have been my favorite bet of twenty twenty one. That was awesome. It was plus money. Yep. It was great. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right, let's move on now. Uh, we have Rowney Barcelos versus Victor Henry. You, Sean? Rowney's just kind of like a good, like decent overall, like well-rounded guy. Um, 
he obviously is is getting up there in, in age and um losing to to Valiev is is definitely gonna just kind of stop where he can go <laughs> yeah it's just gonna kind of stop uh just doing anything with his career um he's kind of man the lines moved a lot he's like a minus 500 favorite now for a guy that hasn't really been finishing guys that's a bit scary do i think he should beat uh victor henry yes it's just man that's a that's a big number on a a, a guy with not the the greatest finishing ability yeah i think this fight could be possibly boring Wes. yep yeah i think this fight's probably going to be really boring but barcelos is the way better guy here um you know henry's tough he's gonna stay in this fight but I think Barcelos is just going to do enough to win rounds here and probably win a convincing decision. So I like him by decision here. It's around plus 200. I think that is an, an absolute great line on a guy that's sitting at a six to one fave in a fight that's going to be probably slow and boring. I'll take a little bit of that plus 200 on Barcelos by decision. Brad. Yeah, I was uh, I was so dialed in on something that I liked from the last time this was booked that I didn't even notice the decisions plus two hundred. But yeah, that's uh, that's rather enticing. Um, what I'm going with and what I had last time is the over two and a half. Um, Barcelos is tough. Henry's tough. Henry's never been finished. He's got a, a better record than you expect from a guy making his UFC debut. He's been around. He's fought dudes. He's pretty good everywhere. I don't think he's going to get completely blown out in this fight. Uh, so over two and a half at, at plus 110, uh, I took some of that at a couple spots. Uh, might have to look at that Barcelos decision as well. If I uh, bet loser stuff like that, I would probably take a <laughs> piece of that. I think a decision yeah. does make the most sense. I'm not doing it, though. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like Barcelos here, but I don't love him. I don't love him enough to, to bet him. I I wouldn't have played him, I don't think, at the plus at the, what I think it was minus three fifty, somewhere in there, uh early on. Or not lower than that. What, what was it? It opened lower, didn't it? No, oh, yeah, it opened like minus three fifteen. You're talking uh, Yeah, it's yeah, I think it was like minus three fifteen or something like or yeah. three fifty, something around there. Let's see. Yeah, it opened think, minus three sixty five. I yeah, didn't love it at minus three sixty five. I don't love it at minus 500. If I had to take a play here, I mean, Henry's up to plus 375 now. And, like, he is, like Brad said, he's, a, he's, not, he's not this newcomer. Like, he's a veteran guy that has fought a lot and fought some decent competition. I don't know. It, it's, it's close to there. Probably already there. Like, depends on my mood and how I've started the card off. But plus 375 for, for a pretty tough guy who's going to probably be there all 15 minutes and, and pretty decent. It's it might it might be might be worth the toss, but for now it's going to be uh, Marcellus. Henry decisions like eight fifty. I know that's you don't not bad. Like to do props, but that's uh... it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I'd, re- um, I'd rather have Marcellus by decision than Henry's money line. Well, one's, I mean, the price is way different. It's not <laughs> not not, not that's, a bit. Yeah, it's not not a huge difference. Now the decision prop that's the yeah. story. If, if you like, like Henry in this spot. Take some of that decision profit, yeah. fucking eight to one, absolutely. Not bad. All right, let's move up to just a hilarious fight to kick us off in the pay per view, which I'll, I will not be watching that closely uh, from the last couple fights. Of this one, the Niners game is uh, is the Saturday night game, 
So this will not be my number one focus, sadly, even though it's a good pay-per-view. Uh, but we'll start off in the in the middleweight division, Rodolfo Fierro versus Wellington Terman. This is a fucking tremendous matchmaking. I got to give it to him here. This is just absolutely tremendous. What a fucking shit show. Excellent start to the pay. There's no way this is going to suck. It's going to be fucking tremendous or laugh or whatever it is. So, yeah. Uh-huh. You're done? Um, yeah, I'm going to lose some money on, on Vieira again. Um, I, uh, he, he's, he's not very good, but what he does good is, is pretty awesome. Uh, I know last time out, he got, uh, pretty hairy there until he, he found something, but that's the thing. This guy's good enough that he can just find stuff even when he, uh, is gassed and shitty in the third and again, swelling determined that wouldn't honestly surprise me because he's fucking terrible. And his chin is horrible. I mean, Vieira, his striking is garbage, but he does have a little bit of power. Could he drop Terman? It is definitely possible. Uh, I I took uh, Vieira inside the distance at minus 105 for a unit. Just in case he clubs him for some reason. Wes? Yeah, man, it's it's a scary proposition because... This dude gassed harder than probably any person I've ever seen gas in the history of fighting and in a fight a couple back. But his last fight, I mean, he was getting tired, but he still got it done a little later in the fight. And, man, Terman is bad. He's really bad. He can be taken down. Like, he, he's probably going to get just double-legged and taken down and choked is what I think. Like, Sean's right. Uh, Vieira his striking's not good, but he's got some pop when he lands and, uh, Oh, Wellington's chin isn't good. I still think it's going to be a, a Vieira type fight here. Take down mauled and a choke. Uh, Terman sucks. I just hope he gets it done in the first round. So I don't have to start fucking worrying about Brain. this dude. Yeah. Looking like he's fucking drunk. Cause he's so tired. So yeah, I like, I'm going Vieira inside the, uh, inside the distance as well. But, like, at the same time, like, Vieira, he had that great first round uh, in his last fight. And then second, I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. And then this motherfucker just, like, gets the second win, takes over, and finishes in the yeah, third it looked, round. it looked so better. Yeah, He could have learned something from this, too. And I think Ter- Terman's definitely the worst guy he's fought over the last three fights, apparently. Yeah. Terman's as bad as it gets. Like, if he didn't get the Sam Alvey fight, <laughs> then he yeah, would have lost life, again. Yeah, he was life and death in that fight. Sam Alvey got another has another fight coming up. That's why banging on the insane. door. Insane. They're, they're, they're renting submarines just to get to Fight Island because over the water is too busy. They can't take boats anymore. <laughs> Originally, first instinct was. I wanted to look at the over one and a half in this. And then I thought, why am I a fucking idiot? (laughs) This is the the dumbest thing. Uh, Turd man sucks. Uh, We've been calling him the turd man forever now for good reason. And he has never won a fight. Well, in the UFC, he hasn't won any fights where he hasn't out grappled his opponent. And he's going against, Rodolfo Vieira. Tough one. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle. Um, yeah, exactly. And he's, 
chinny <laughs> and has no striking. He actually got he, he ended up winning the fight, but he got out volumed by Sam Alvey. That's and, and had to win a split. Smile and Sam. He's about, is, to, he's about to snap this eight-fight losing streak. <laughs> so, gotta go Vieira. Uh, starting, starting to consider the the round one prop. If we uh, if we get something a little nicer, because it seems like money's actually coming in on Turdman for this one. Uh, if we get something a little nicer, I might have to throw a little round one Vieira out there. Turdman's never been subbed. I don't care. He's fought fucking Sam Alvey and yeah. Carl Roberson. He's yeah. never fought Fluffy, though. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Um, yeah. I actually like Vieira here. Um, I'll be having – there's one parlay I like on this car with a couple guys, and, and this is this is in it. I think Vieira is just – he's just better. I think you guys all made all the good points. And I do think he learned a little bit from that from that fight with, with Fluffy. And I think usually guys aren't going to survive in the positions that he was in. And he just, I don't think he had trained to go more than a round. He was like, I'm fighting this loser. I'm going to take him down. I'm going to submit him. And that's a wrap. And he didn't. And he gassed out. And it was, I mean, it was bad. Not like Max Roscoff or whatever bad. <laughs> but, it, it, it was close. It was bro. up there. <laughs> Man, that was, was a Nunez. That, that was a Nunez special. Who, who, who was the chick that quit on the, quit on the stool like, a couple weeks ago and they praised her? Man, I don't want. I don't like <laughs> cut that out of the memory. Yeah, like it, well, everyone started comparing it to Max or whatever. Hold on, mm. now I gotta find it. You, you pay yeah. too much attention while women are fighting. Yeah. Well, it was all over fighting. Twitter because everyone kept talking about Max. Will someone figure this out? Nope, not I'm even gonna help you on this one. I wouldn't chat, even know where a, to start. Do us a solid. <laughs> yeah, someone must know what I'm talking about. Oh, the Godinez? Canadian goat Godinez. Who's that? That could be it. I mean, the, the funny, the funny thing is, you can tell me the name, and I'd be like, "Who are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Did she quit on the stool? Did Hi. she quit on the stool? Godinez uh-huh. MMA. Let's see. Godinez stool quit. <laughs> Lupita Godinez. No, she won her last fight. Yeah, but the one before that. No, this was recent. Oh, okay. And so everyone was like, like oh, actually, they actually quit in the corner, or they didn't like they didn't want to come out, or are we talking October, Lance? Because it, it was no, a no, no moss situation. That was a decision. I feel like it was someone famous. You care way too much about some shitty fighter that quit on the stool, and well, you, now you I'm in. Remember. Now I'm in. Oh, it was. Hold on. Was it called? Was it Calvillo? Since she quit Calvillo? on the stool. I think she she wanted to quit. I'm not sure if she did or not. No, Cal I think v, Calvillo did uh, like stop between. Yeah, it was Calvillo against right? Andrea Lee. She quit on the stool. No moss. Yeah. She was getting fucked up. It was I, Calvillo. It was definitely yeah, Calvillo. She Got no me so moss. excited, I fucking left. Yeah, Calvillo. I nailed it. Get her sweatpants on. Never get that three minutes lit back. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard someone call sweatpants quitters? Nope. Use it. It's a good one. Mm. It stuck for a while. Because sweat. If you wear sweatpants, you you've quit. I wear I wear I wear a lot of a lot of sweatpants now. I wear Outside sweatpants every day. Day. and yeah. not like nice dress, like nice like joggers or whatever sweatpants. I mean full on quitters. 
like like three ninety nine at Walmart. No, I, I do. If I go out I sweatpants, they're kind of more like the nicer sweatpants with pockets on the side. No, I'm talking about full on quitters. Yeah, yeah those no, are hard. I, I, I rock some Gap sweatpants. You know. Yeah, I got like some Tommy's with some quitters. nice, some nice ones. <laughs> but but like at home, it's it's quitters. oh, home's different. My I mean, my workout fit is a polo or dress shirt with like. The other day when I was in a work meeting, I was wearing 49ers like Christmas pants and we were on like an internal meeting and I stood oh, up. We've seen those. And they're like, dude, you're wearing Christmas pants. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like it was supposed to be embarrassing. I was like, okay, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm like, what are you wearing? Gym yeah, actually, throwback to earlier in the episode, I've got some Donkey Kong Christmas Ooh. pants. Yeah. I'll have to got, rock those next week. I had some Seinfeld pajama pants on the other day at work. Tremendous. Working from home is great. Random. Random. Working from home is the best ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it hasn't got old yet. I mean, I was already working from home like three days a week or so before the pandemic, so it's not overly new. But anyway, yeah, I like Vieira here. Let's move up now to the bantamweight division. We have Cody Stamen taking on Saeed Nurmagomedov. It's a big win, boys. It's a big win. Oh, yeah. I, I figured as soon as West started making faces that they uh, you guys side. That there was a Kentucky game. You guys beat Duke, of course. I, 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 it's a good win, man. They beat like Texas A and M or some shit. K, K's just done, man. That guy would walk now if he could. He's completely done. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. we're too good. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday's big, man. It's UFC pay per view. Kentucky, Auburn, 49ers, fucking Packers. Like, well, Kentucky Saturday's Auburn, big. We we have we have our big game. We're playing Miami, which right now is they're they're first in the conference. Bad conference, really. Dude, I was talking. Me and Addy were uh, sending messages back and forth. This is the worst the ACC ever. Because I tweeted the thing right now: number one Miami, number two Notre Dame, number three Florida State, and this is the worst Florida State team we've had in like a decade, and we're third in the conference. Duke and Carolina's dog shit. Yeah, I think it uh, saw them losing the other night, uh, Duke and Carolina on the same night against like unranked ACC teams or something on the same night. It hadn't yeah. happened in like 40 years or some shit like that. Yeah. Like they're down bad. It's not good. Did you see my boy Leonard Hamilton's overtime record though? Have you seen that? Oh my God. No. Florida State has the most consecutive overtime wins in the history of college basketball. We have won 13 straight overtime games. <laughs> Damn. Just good coaching. Just X's and O's guys like Leonard yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, shout, shout out yeah. Joe B. Hall, who we lost uh, this week. That's the dude that gave uh, oh, Leonard yeah. Hamilton his first coaching job. Well, the thank first, you. Uh, he was like one of the first uh, black assistants on Joe B. Hall's team hmm. back in the 70s when shit was still kind of That crazy. wasn't allowed back then. Well, <laughs> that, in the SEC, it was still kind of like not a lot of people. Frowned upon. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You didn't have the best. Were, <laughs> yeah. that's, you know. that's back when it was called the uh, the blacklist because it was a little on the nose. Yeah. It was just made that much. True. True. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Oh God! All right, uh, we already announced it. Stamen. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this could be a close fight. Uh, I'm surprised that Nurmagomedov is as big a favorite. I mean, the number has come down this week um the guy's just not that good like i think that name gives him you know a couple you know like 40 50 more cents on on any line 
I could see Stamen kind of implementing the the same strategy that that Barcelos did, mixing up the wrestling, um, doing all right on the feet. Um, I think Stamen can get this guy down for periods of time. He's he's not that great of a wrestler, um, so I think it's gonna be a closer fight. I mean, I don't know if uh, if Stamen definitely wins, but I think if we can uh, see the scorecards, it might be a, a close close decision. So I took Stamen. I got him at plus two hundred for a unit. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, with a lot of what Sean said. Uh, the old Saeed uh, bet. A Saeed uh, bet? Ooh. Yeah, he's uh he's he's not not the same as as the others really. He he likes to stay on the feet a little bit more, more of a striker, um, a striker that maybe hits with some pillow fist, and I don't think that that's gonna that's gonna bother Stamen as much here. And I I don't think Stamen's in a fight here against a guy like the the snooze machine or anything. He's not got to worry about getting grappled on. I think for the first time in a while, he's going to be the better wrestler and grappler in this spot. And I think that's, uh, that's an area he can exploit here. And, um, and a fight that like Shonson, I think is going to be close on the cards. I'll definitely take uh, a number like that on, on Cody statement here. Brad. Yeah. Cody Seaman is, good enough to be a top 15 bantamweight he's not ranked right now but all the guys that he's lost to in his career are all like even higher than that they're all like top five top 10 guys Uh, i think the the worst dude that he's lost to is jimmy rivera which is who was top five at the time i think (laughs) exactly um so he's good uh he's well-rounded he's got Decent boxing, not great. He's got pretty good wrestling. Nurmagomedov is, like, the only explanation is is that he's lined like this because of the name. Because he's not that good. He's got a couple quick wins against kind of bad opponents uh, in some flashy ways. But any fight of his that has gone, been against somebody good or, or gone any sort of distance... He's not a good wrestler. Uh, in fact, he seems like a extremely bad offensive wrestler and like maybe an okay defensive wrestler. Uh, I think that Stamen's going to be able to control where this takes place. If it's on the feet, I think he's probably at a slight disadvantage, but he's not completely outmatched. And, and then he can get some takedowns, hold some position, hold him up against the cage, and just kind of physically outmuscle. Uh, the, the skinny little Nurmagomedov, uh, the the fraud of the family for sure. Um, if there's if there's a, a black sheep, a, a Tommy boy, a Chris Farley of the Nurmagomedov family, it's definitely Saeed. So I'm gonna have a little bet on the Saeed on Cody Stamen and some uh, decision. So I got some plus two hundred Stamen money line. I think the decision prop was like plus two fifty three for some weird reason it was a dumb number at dimes uh so i took some of that as well i don't do decision that's so boring you can't don't yeah, even we talk. know we know don't, don't talk about this over decisions we don't we don't do this stuff i like stamen here i think i think you guys covered a lot of it stamen has he's fought everybody like when you look at this wins or losses like this guy has been in there with everyone you can think of from al Jermaine, if you want to call him the champion of the world um, I mean, he's, he's fought everybody. I mean, he, he's beaten the guys he's supposed to, and the guys he's lost to are 
very fucking good. I mean, he's lost to Aljo, Jimmy Rivera, and the Georgian snooze machine, who he's growing been, on me a bit, that, that Georgian snooze machine. Um, he's been competitive then, in all three of those, too. Yeah, and then you look at the Song of Dong fight, and that guy's turned out to be even better than we thought, and he fought him super hard to a draw. And, and Stamen's pretty good, and I think in this one he does have a grappling edge, and I feel like also on the feet – He's been like fighting for his life in some of these fights with having to get the fight to the ground, just not good enough unless he gets it there. I think on this one, I don't think, you know, I think he has a bit of a disadvantage on the feet, but I don't think it's anything super, super wide here. Nurmagomedov's not very good. He has some crazy strikes that he can land at times, but he's not this, you know, big one punch guy that I'm kind of scared of. And I think, I think Stamen can push it against the cage. I think he can make it dirty. I think he can take him down. Um, And then just, outpoint on the feet when he's in the feet. So I do like Cody Stamen here. I think he can survive this. He's really, really hard to finish, and I think he can just outpoint him here. So, yeah, I like uh, Cody Stamen, and this is going to be the first Munich of the year. So if you're new to the show, um, Munich is uh, for the Jews. So if you're not Jewish, you, you don't can't, can't, can't bet it. You can't do it. <laughs> you got to lay off if you're not, you're, not, you're not in the Jewish group. So, yeah. Or send us – you know, my tribe. At least 10% of your yes. profit. Or Guy, hire, gotta, gotta get hire, my, hire my Uncle Larry, the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on now uh, to the welterweight division. We have Michael Piera versus Andre Filo. New shot. It's sad that Pereira is just not really fun anymore. Uh, we don't know I that. Think we do. Kind of do, man, because money. the la- the last time he fought was against Nico Price. If there's anybody that's going to bring that out in him, it was going to be Nico Price, and it was kind of a downer. That was a uh, that was a a fight that I was kind of hyped to to see, and it did not really yeah. deliver. The Solikov fight would have been fucking great if that wasn't canceled, though. Yes, that that is fair. Um, I think Pereira is probably just going to grapple this dude, wear him out. Um, maybe get a finish you know late late in the fight if you want to throw a dart fialo has 11 round one finishes out of his 14 fights they're against fucking not very good guys so i think that's his shot him round one tko is like plus 950 or something like that that's that i that's his path i just don't think it's gonna happen but 950 is a, a pretty big number no, this is the dude that fucked up James Vick. <laughs> yep. One of many. Nice. <laughs> on, on on the on the regional scene. Yeah, it, it was, it was I, I, I watched it. I pulled up my phone because I was like, oh, Vick's fighting a person with a pulse. I should probably watch him get knocked out. And I like, pulled it up on my phone or some shit and watched him just fucking die. It was great. I laughed a lot. Anyway, Wes. Yeah, that, that I don't I don't I don't see him getting knocked out in the first. Um Pereira's gonna he's he's completely changed his game. I don't see him changing it back now for, for this dude. It's it's gonna be a really slow start to this fight, I think. I, I think it's more likely that uh Pereira just works him over over the first round or two and, and probably gets a later sub. Uh I, I just don't think he's gonna get caught early. He's he's gonna be the bigger, stronger guy, the way better grappler. Um I mean if he somehow fucking it's a buzz in his brain and turns back into opera. I mean, all bets are off, but I be mean, great. it's been a while since we've seen that. And I, I think he's proven that that's just not what he does anymore. He wants to win UFC fights. Um, I think that's what we see here. And 
in that realm of a fight, he's just the better guy over a period of time. Um, I'm, I was kind of looking at the over. The over's plus money. I, I see this being a slower fight. Uh, Pereira fights recently have just been that. Um, the over's like plus 120. Um, I mean, Pereira by decision is some decent plus money. I could just see the fight playing out that way more than I could see uh, Fial getting an early KO. I don't see that happening. Pereira's just not going to turn back into the Pereira we all knew and loved uh, when he was throwing illegal knees on Diego Sanchez and shit. So. Best fight ever. Yeah. Pereira, I'm going to say Pereira by decision, uh, but I like him to win this fight. Yep, Brad. I, I might even go a step further than Wes and uh, instead of taking that over two and a half, just go with the over one and a half. Uh, the, the gap on those seems a little lower if you if you want to throw on the math brain uh the the gap seems a little bit lower than a a one and a half two and a half normally seems so minus 145 on that one and a half i think Pereira might play safe early get some takedowns and like this uh the concern with doing that even is that this uh fialio guy he he was supposed to be some hot shit in bellator and he got absolutely sparked out by Chitty, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, and just sort of flamed out in Bellator. And now, you know, 2022 in, in MMA, you, you fail your way upwards. Uh, he's third on a pay-per-view card in the UFC. <laughs> uh, not, not quite he also sure got how sp- that happened. He also got sparked out by Chris Curtis in P- PFL, so he was getting sparked out at, at everywhere all the... Everywhere he goes. Uh, the, the, oh. <laughs> everywhere he goes. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will go with that one and a half instead of the two and a half, just, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. But, yeah, gotta like Pereira here. Um, man, this is... Normally they they put the uh, the women's fight in this boring spot before you get to the good stuff, but they they downgraded Pereira to the the boring I spot know. fight, Sad. cooler fight, if you will. So I I like Pereira here. This is going to be the other piece that I have have in a parlay. I I think the the boringness of Pereira the last couple of fights, like it was smart boringness. I would say I don't think that means he's a boring dumb fighter now. If you look at who he fought in those two guys, he fought two guys where the only way they were going to beat him is if they landed just a big shot if he made a mistake. If you look at Chaos Williams and Nico Price, those are guys you have to make a mistake. They're going to counter you. They're going to knock you out. So he was smart in those fights and not taking risks. I think in this fight, he's going to get through the first round. I think it's going to be smooth sailing. I think he actually turns it up um, in, in the later half of this fight. I actually think he does get a finish. I'm not putting this in I, – I didn't even look at what the inside the distance is. I assume it's not that great. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to be playing this money line just in case. But I do think this is where we see him get back on track with a finish. Um, he's there. He's facing a guy who can get finished really easily and a guy who's only going to threaten him for a little bit. So I do like Pajara here. I, I do think he's going to fight smart. But I think he he turns it up second half of the fight and gets a finish. So plus Michael 120. Plus yeah, nothing there. Not, yeah. not worth it. But I do – he's – I believe he will get a finish this fight. All right, let's now move on to the flyweight division as we have a trilogy uh, that I don't think anyone expected when we first saw this first fight. But Brandon Moreno, uh, Figgy Smalls, great fight. New Sean? Yeah, I think I'm, I might be the only one on here, but I, I like Brandon Moreno in this fight. Uh, I'm a guy who um, bet Figueredo in the first fight. 
I oh I bet him live to win uh, by decision in the first fight. Um, the second fight I loaded up on him. I kind of expected him to to make the adjustments uh, after the first fight, which I still say he won. Uh, I, re- I rewatched it. I still think he won that fight. That's it's kind of crazy that that was a a draw. Um, but I was really impressed with Moreno last time. He you could tell that he actually had time to. Um, get ready because that last the the first fight was fairly short notice it was a quick turnaround figueredo fought like two months after um <laughs> he, he fought like two months uh after his other his previous fight um so it was a quick turnaround it seemed like moreno was kind of out of his depth there but he was able to stick in there and he took all of figueredo's power um yes figueredo should have won a decision but we saw in that second fight, Moreno looked very good. He looked, his his striking looked very technical, a, a ton sharper than that first fight. And his grappling was was, was on point. Um, I know Figueredo had uh, obviously an off night, uh, whether you put that on uh, the the weight cut or, or just changing his game plan and, and fighting uh, cautious because he didn't want to gas. Regardless, Moreno was all over him. That was a one-sided fight. I think he does it here again. Uh, I just think he can take whatever Figueredo can can throw, and he's just going to be a much better offensive fighter than that first fight. Um, I think there's a chance that he that he gets a finish, possibly in the the third or fourth, um, because I still think he's going to put he's going to push a pace, and and Figueredo's going to going to go wild, and and I think he can out out grapple Figueredo. So I uh, I put him in that uh, parlay with uh, Tapuria for. Uh, two units at minus 107. Yeah, Wes, loser. <laughs> yeah. Not you, Wes, obviously. <laughs> obviously, um, that was new, Sean. Obviously, the Canadian. Yeah. Um, Figueredo definitely won that first fight. We get that out of the way. Uh, whether it was short notice for Moreno or not, he, he won the fight. That was just a, an awful decision. Um, I guess I'm going to be a little more narrative-y. Uh, when it comes to to my feelings on this fight, that because Moreno looked just great in the second fight, and I, I think I even tweeted it that that night during it that I'd probably never seen Figueroa look as bad in a fight ever than that night, and um, I don't know how much I want to. I mean, I give Moreno some props for that performance. I think Moreno since. He left the UFC and came back as it has improved a ton. He's improved a ton since from the first Figueredo fight to the second one. Um, but man, that didn't look like Figueredo on that fight. I've never seen, I don't, I don't think Moreno's like grappling and wrestling had improved that much to where Figueredo was just getting absolutely destroyed and, and the, the takedown department and the grappling department. I just, I mean, if that happens again, then I'm going to lose, and that's fine. I just – I think Fig's going to fight his fight this time. I think he's coming forward. I think he's throwing blows. I think he looks in some of the best shape. Dude's always ripped, but, my God, he looks like he's on that fucking hot magma this time. He's Whether on that he, Carlos Condit diet – or not man, uh, that, Court McGee diet. Yeah, the Court McGee <laughs> needle, huh? I mean, whether he is or not, he's in fucking – insane shape for this one. Um, I like, I still like Figueredo's power. Moreno took it. Um, who knows how many shots you take? 
that's that's MMA, and I still know Figueredo hits hard as hell. So, um, man, it's plus money. That that's the the main factor for me here is I'm gonna get Figueredo at some decent plus money in a fight that could go either way. Uh, that's probably gonna be close. Um, yeah, give me the plus money. I'm probably how I feel is I I could see Moreno winning this fight. It's just a hard line to pass up on a dude that I still feel like feels feels like is a really good fighter with a lot of power and probably on the, the gear in this fight. I think he is 34. Yeah, he's getting older. Um, he's yep. getting up there and at the smaller weight classes, never, we've kind of seen some guys fall off cliffs. He's never really relied on his, his just raw speed, though. He's been a power guy. Yeah. And his how dare you career. underestimate steroids? <laughs> Why watch court? I mean, McGee's you don't think Moreno's on year old court McGee look like he's 32 then Moreno's on steroids too. He just gets it from the, the juiced up fucking cow meat in Mexico and he's able to get, a, get away with it. He's got like reverse. I think I'd whale on that guy. <laughs> fucked up Lance. Absolutely. What about arm wrestling? Up. I could beat him in an arm wrestling competition. I, I certainly hope so. I, yep. if I, I would cut my arm off if that guy beat me arm wrestling. <laughs> hey, and then you could arm wrestle cool. <laughs> All right, Brad. I I don't fault anybody that's taking a shot on Figueredo in this one. I didn't one. do this. <laughs> I did Jerry, not do this. <laughs> we we appreciate you. Um I I, I don't fault anybody that's taking Figgy. I've got some weird parlay that's out in the ether uh, that needs Moreno to close it. I think we saw the worst version of Figueredo that we've seen ever uh, in the last fight against Moreno. So unless he's just reached that flyweight age where you've completely fallen off the cliff, I think he's going to look better in this fight. I don't know if he's going to look good enough that he wins three rounds or gets a stoppage. I really don't think he gets a stoppage because Moreno is super durable. So then it comes down to the fact of can, can Figgy have enough volume or land enough of those massive shots that, that he can win three or more rounds against Moreno. And we saw that happen once already. And even though that happened and I thought he won four rounds of that fight, the judges didn't score it that way. So I'm less inclined to believe that they're going to score it that way now. Uh, So I I slightly side with Moreno to win a decision. I'm actually kind of surprised that the Moreno decision prop is as high as it is. It's like plus 275. Uh, I think that's his most likely way to win this fight. I don't think it's likely that he's going to dominate Figgy the way he did last time and and get the sub. So... uh, I'm siding with Moreno. No huge bet here. Um, I might look at the over two and a half. That seems pretty cheap for a, a fight that I think is going to get deep. Um, but yeah, this this is a tough one for me. This is this is tough. I kind of think the opposite of Brad in terms of this fight going deep. I think we talk about this a lot. I think where guys mess up is when they go against what they're good at. And I think that's part of what we saw with Figgy. He tried to fight smart. He's not a smart fighter. He's not a smart person. He's an idiot. 
So if you're an idiot, fight like an idiot. Fight like a lunatic. Fight with a guy who's going to have a speed disadvantage and all these disadvantages around that and use your power. I think he's going to come on. He's juiced to the fucking gills. Like, you see those fucking pictures? That's not some natural shit there. That's some that's some Court McGee shit. That's just not natural. He's liquid magma running through those veins. He's I think he's with Henry now. He can afford the good shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I th- I think he's gonna come out like a bat out of fucking hell. Which it's gonna it's gonna end two ways. He's gonna land something big, and he's gonna get him out. He's gonna get Moreno out of there in the first round. He did hurt him a lot in that first fight. So I think he lands something big, and I think he gets Moreno out of there. Or I think he completely blows his tank. I, I don't see his gas tank improving. You know, like it's not going to improve. So I think I think it's a man who's going to have you know five to seven minutes to kind of get him out of there. I think inside the distance on Figgy is plus three hundred, and, and I think that's on it. I don't see him winning a decision here. I think I think he's going to get him out of there, or he's he's going to get taken taken down and submitted or beaten up in the second and third round and quit. I don't think this sees the championship round. So I'm looking at this a couple different ways. Um, Figgy inside the distance is is plus 300, and then doesn't start round four was plus money, which I, I like that bet as well. So I'm probably going to mix it up between those two. Those are winners. All right. Let's move on to the main event in the evening as we have the heavyweight with the biggest piece and the heavyweight with the smallest piece. New Sean? Dukat's no introductions got a needed. Bigger penis than fucking God. That's just and like no that. one at heavyweight for that. The fact that when he's a fucking God, like come on, zero. I mean, it, it, the thing's this: the guy's like six four. And he's got like um, I don't know. It's like it's really it's Pez like a half a Pez dispenser, like a Chapstick. miniature. You ever seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids? And then they have all those little things that that's kind of gone. It's penis. So, and in Gano, <laughs> like, let's go. He's, he's got a little, you saw that picture from back in the day. He's got a little Mighty Mouse hanging between those legs. Literally, it was the size of Mighty Mouse's head. <laughs> like, if if he stood up and just, like, placed it over his head, I think it would get below his chin. <laughs> below his chin. Like, I think. I think Block out he, the sun. I think, if he leaned, I think if he leaned over him. I think it would go from like forehead past the chin on Mighty Mouse and then have some room to possibly get into the nipple area of Mighty Mouse. So if that's not a breakdown in itself, I don't I don't know what it is. Nishan? I mean that's what the, the people come to see. Um Argano. Exactly. Uh I, I think a bit more of uh, Cyril Gone in fighting wise, Cyril anyway, Luther. than than <laughs> I think most of the people on this podcast. Nerd. He does do something that Nerd most alert. heavyweights can't. He's <laughs> he's put he's fairly quick. He does put Lance <laughs> to sleep. There's not many uh, heavyweights that do that, so that that is a talent of his. He's he's a guy that has very good striking. Um, he's fairly quick for a heavyweight. He can move around. The thing is, in this fight, if if you're telling me I'm getting plus money on Francis Ngannou when it's going to be a stand-up fight, I mean, that's... These people make things much more difficult than they need to. Um, because this is going to be a stand-up fight. Unless, like, honestly, I... I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Francis actually tossed in a takedown every, every once in a while. He he shot one on on Stipe in the second fight. 
it it wouldn't be surprising. That dude was absolutely problem. terrifying against Stipe. His calmness, he was throwing straight punches, and he fucking deaded Stipe multiple times. I just I have a hard time seeing Cyril gone staying in there for 25 minutes and and not getting landed on. And if Nganu lands on you, chances are you're going to go down. Um, it's it's The price is just wild to me. Like, I, I understand Gon is good. We've seen what Haganu can do. I think people just chalk that up. Oh, he's got big power. He just knocks these guys the fuck out. Dude looked terrifying. He's improved. He's, he's improved a lot. Improved. And, and, and the, that was the problem, right? I mean, he's killing these guys in, in seconds. And, and everybody's like, well, we don't know if he's still any better than he was i mean he was training the whole time he's got a very good coach and we got to show see a little bit of it in the stipe fight that's a a a scary man uh he has uh a lot to profit if he wins this fight um so i it's hard for me to not lay the wood on haganu uh i got two units uh plus 134 straight him inside the distance was like plus 173 for a little while there. I took that for a unit. And then I took him no scorecards uh, at minus 110 for a unit. I, I honestly have a hard time seeing Gon finish uh, the hog. So that that uh, that seems like a weird, weird price. No one could take that hog down. I mean, without dying. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, there's 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 three legs. How do you how do you break the base? You would need some kind of surgery to be able to take the hog down. <laughs> Wes? Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with what Sean says about about Gon though. That I don't I don't think he's quick or anything. He's got really good movement though for a big guy. Like I, I'll give him that. Um, like it, it came out, it came out like yesterday too that in sparring that it was hogged. It completely. I knocked, hate that shit. Knocked, but it's they've all confirmed it. It it happened. He knocked that dude out with a hit. This was years ago though. Like, but who? They've both improved. Like Hog's not the same guy he was then when he's knocking him out in sparring. So I mean they they've gone rounds. They know that's God remembers that. They don't just. <laughs> That doesn't go away, you know. He knows he's been knocked out by this dude already. So, um, man, I've seen some of the same people that were taking the plus money on Derek Lewis against Gone and was like, "Oh, that's just a great fucking price. You gotta, you gotta bet that." Um, and you're not gonna take plus money on uh, Hagano against this guy this time out. Um, him against Stipe was just. That's a different dude, man. Like that's a completely different guy. Uh, people are going frame by frame on Ngannou punches over his past fights, and there's not many like great high class like kickboxing level strikers in the UFC. Period. If you want to go like frame by frame on dudes' punches, like we're gonna find a lot of terrible looking shit. This dude just hits with insane power, like no. You think Gon's going to stand with him for 25 minutes and not get caught with something? More power to you, man. If you think he's that good of a kickboxer now, he's got that great of movement. Um, good luck with all of that, dude. This ain't Derek Lewis that's going to curl up against the cage. Like, Hogs coming forward. He's throwing punches, and he's going to see who's got the power, man. So, plus money here. It, it's just crazy to me. Like, we're talking about the dude that's the legitimate heavyweight champion of the world. It's plus money to the to this guy who's beaten nobody. Like 
you can say that Derek Lewis win is a good win. Man, we all know about Derek Lewis. I, I y'all we've all y'all make a ton of money on the dude, but we all knew we, what was gonna happen. We all fight. knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Well said we no, all knew rematch. What, and we I all bet knew what, Lewis anyway. Rematch. Yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> most people you you probably take it again because it's still one shot with him. Um yeah. Hog's not Derek Lewis though, man. Like yeah, Derek Lewis beat the hog. You're making bad points now. Derek Lewis was hog was so scared of Derek Lewis. We're gonna we're go we'll go past that one for a little bit. Um, hopefully we see that again. Uh, I, I doubt it at this point now though, since we know how shit that Black Beast is. But um, yeah, man, plus money here is just crazy. Um, I, I'm gonna have a very large bet here. I'm probably going three units on. And Ganu here. I already have one and a half on him. I'm probably going to double that up and have a bigger bet on him than I did uh, Cater last week. Uh, I think this line's even more fucking uh, crazy than that one. Uh, there's just no way Ganu should be an underdog to Ganu in this spot. There's no fucking way. Brad? Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see the way that things change when it comes to MMA and, and betting because a year ago when Stipe couldn't do a fucking thing to the hog, people were talking about like, holy shit, this dude is going to be champion for a long time. I don't see anybody out there that's going to beat him. Like now he knows how to wrestle a little bit and he's got that power. Uh, and now a year later, he's defending his belt to a, against a guy who doesn't even have ten fights in, in MMA, and and he's the underdog. Um, sorry, a guy who just has ten fights in MMA, and and he's the underdog. And that dude's best win is Derek Lewis. Uh, I I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, you know, we saw that gone repeatedly is willing to let guys stay in fights. So even if for some reason he is outpointing the hog in this one, which I guess is possible, but I see is far less likely than the, the Twitter mob seems to, to think they, they just think that gone's going to come out and land like 4,000 strikes and, and gone. Who's not going to throw a punch. Um, I, I feel like, especially knowing that he has tasted that power in the past and he knows what it can do to him, that's going to make him even more hesitant than he would normally be. And normally he makes you want to fall asleep. Lance is falling asleep right now. Just thinking about it. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're talking about a gone fight. I know. Um, Just thinking about him fighting. Yeah. So I, I, I don't understand here. Uh, Volkov landed like a hundred and something strikes against him over five rounds. And the hog doesn't need that many strikes. I, I don't think he's ever going to land that many strikes in a fight because if he lands anything close to that many, you're dead. You're, you're going to die. Um, this is the first time that Gon's faced anybody who's even remotely close to him athletically. And it might actually be a dude that's more athletic than him. Uh, and that's a that's a big thing for these dudes. When you know that you are faster, bigger, stronger than somebody, that, that gives you a sense of confidence. Uh, as a short dude, 
a small dude who's gone against bigger people in sports all my life. Yeah, it, it's something that uh, that can get in your heads from time to time. But when you're always used to being the bigger dude, and now there's somebody that can match you in, in all of those traits, uh, that can actually take a little something away. So I think that, well, I know that his nickname, Bon Gammon, Bon means baby, and Gammon, I haven't checked my French dictionary. It's got to be Dick. It, it has to be Dick. It has to be Dick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bone gammon, baby, baby dick, dick. <laughs> against the hog. What do you, what do you think is going to happen in this one? So I've already got two units on the hog. I took some worse prices than are available right now. I've got some plus one twenty locked in. I don't know how it keeps going up. I don't think it's going to keep going up because even the people that are betting gone That's are like, oh people. man, a I lot don't people, don't take the price now. It's a bad price now at minus one fifty. Uh, it's going to come back down because people are going to bet the right side. And uh, I I think he's going to get clipped. I think he's going to be tentative out there, and he's going to get clipped at some point. So, Hog, smash yep. it. He's going to mushroom slap him. I'll keep it short. I already gave my breakdown with the Mighty Mouse head yep. comparison. I think that was, <laughs> was plenty. But I, I don't think I don't think Engano has any reason to fear – gone um I, I think he's bigger he's stronger he's faster all the thing we talked about but he has he has life-changing power and I, I think this one could take some feeling out though I, I think we could see a pretty boring first round I think Francis is gonna stalk him a little bit gone's gonna avoid circle maybe land some kicks wouldn't be surprised if gone wins the first round that wouldn't surprise me at all um as soon as Francis starts to be more aggressive as soon as he starts to engage I think that's when he takes over my only worry would be Francis not doing that not being aggressive enough. I think there's also so much pressure on Francis for this fight. It's his first title defense. He's got all the contract stuff. He's talking about t- boxing Tyson Fury. Idiot. Like, I don't I don't like the hog like I used to. Um, he's lost some points in my book. Uh, <laughs> but I, there's a lot going on here with him mentally right now. And that's kind of my worry here is there's too much going on with the contract talk and the boxing talk and all this stuff. It's a lot of talk for a guy who's never defended his belt, in my opinion. And I do think he's ferocious. I do think he has the power, but that's my biggest worry. With all that said, I really like Francis in this matchup. When you look at stylistically, it's a fight where Francis doesn't have to worry about the takedown. And I don't think he has to worry about the big bomb. I don't know what happened in that Derek Lewis fight years and years and years ago. But when you're facing Derek Lewis, you never know who, when you face that kind of power, you never know how you're going to react. First, once you first get in the fight off, off of a loss, too. Yeah, it, it just – I mean, the, just the power in Derek Lewis's hands changes, guys. Like, you are scared. But I think Francis has that same <laughs> – has that same – you know, that same thing yeah. with him. You don't want to face a guy like like Francis. And Gon has faced Derek Lewis, and that probably does help him a little bit, dealing with someone that does have one pound, you know, or one punch puts you out power. But I don't think in this he fight it's going to matter. He punch in that fight. He just didn't throw a punch, yeah. So I, I, I do think Francis gets in there. I think I think we see a second-round stoppage. Clips him once, puts him out, hammer fist in the ground, and, and it's good night there. So I do like Francis. This will be the uh, consensus bet of the week. So we all love uh, Ngano. We had Qatar Cater last year, last week, and we, we, we do love Francis this one. So, um, so yeah, fun card. Um, there is no fights next week, so I don't think we'll have a show. But the week after that, we'll be back, and we can break this one down and uh, – 
talk about the fucking craziest lunatic human in UFC history, Sean Strickland, um, in the main event of the next card. So we really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for joining us every week, and we will see you next time.